Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Taniguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast Network. Joining me today on Calgary's podcast is David Wallach, who is President and Broker of Barclay Street Real Estate in Calgary, as well as President and Founder of Triumph Real Estate Investment Trust. Thanks, uh, David, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you. Well, let me just uh, start by asking you just a little bit about the two uh, different entities that you're involved with. Uh, let's start with Barclay. Tell me a little bit about Barclay, its history, and what you guys do. Well, Barclay has a long history. Um, it started 50 years ago. We're celebrating this year our golden anniversary, 50 years. It was uh, founded in 1973 uh, as Road Real Estate at the time, and then uh in 2004, we rebranded under the name Barclay Street Real Estate. I don't know if many people in Calgary know, but Third Street is Barclay Street, and we are on Third Street. So our office is here for the last 20-some years, and uh, that's why it's Barclay Street. So we do commercial real estate and property management. Uh, we deal with all market segments, whether it's retail, office, industrial, leasing and sales, uh, land sales, investment sales, and of course, property management, as I mentioned. Uh, we are now 47 people working here as, a, as, as when we call ourselves the Barclay Street family. Oh. Uh, so, that, so that's one. Uh, a few years ago, uh, I launched uh, Triumph Real Estate Investment uh, Trust, which is a private REIT. And we buy properties both sides of the border. Uh, we bought in Phoenix, Denver in the U.S. We bought in Ottawa, Calgary, Edmonton, and Red Deer on our side of the border. And uh, we raise money all across Canada from private people. Um, and uh, as I mentioned, people can use it's a trust, so people can use it either for RSP, DFSA, uh, Lira, or uh, they can invest in cash. We also take cash. We're good people. We take cash as well. And uh, and we kind of enjoy you know buying and selling properties. We buy a mix of um, retail. The neighborhood plazas, we buy uh, suburban office, and we buy uh, industrial multi-bay. Mm -hmm. What's your sense, uh, David, uh, right now of the commercial real estate market? Uh, first of all, locally here in Calgary, and then more on a broader scale, whether it's Canada and U.S.? Well, it's uh, it's a tale of two stories right now, and it's very interesting. And, you know, I've been doing this 23 years. Uh, Valentine's Day is the day I started in 2000, so it will be 23 years. Uh, and um, it's a, as I said, it's a tale of two stories: leasing and sales. Sales is now kind of a, you know in a standstill as a result of the uh, fastest increase in uh, interest rate that Canada has ever experienced. It's not the highest because the 80s was the highest, but it was the fastest in a short period of time, less than 10 months. It went from zero to five to now four and a half percent. So um, that created kind of a stance here because there, it created a gap between a buyer and the seller. Um, and um, usually if we look at the history of all the previous cycles we had, uh, it takes about four to six months for the market to digest what the new reality is and, and start working again yeah. because there's always a seller, always a buyer. It just have to you just have to make the adjustments and those adjustments usually take uh, four to six months. So that's on the sales side. It's kind of a standstill. Uh, 
if you can finance with a new interest rate, you, you hold. If you can't finance, you probably have to do some kind of a fire sale. On the leasing side, uh, on the other hand, we see a lot of activity and it's an all market segment. And I can tell you, it's also both sides of the border, because as I mentioned, we have properties on the Triumph side. We have properties uh, both sides of the border. Barclays is just Alberta. Um, and the the leasing activity has really picked up. And I'm, I talk about industrial, I talk about retail, and I talk about suburban office and, and office in general, even downtown Calgary, which suffered from a big uh, or suffers from a big vacancy. But what we see is the majority of the leases are small and mid-sized businesses. It's the local guys. It's uh, mostly it's the local guys that are creating okay. the 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 activity right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think, uh, like, what are investors uh, in real estate looking for these days? Oh, <laughs> I, I think, well, you have to, you know, uh, probably realize that there are a few different types of investors. There are investors like our, like us, Triumph Real Estate Investment Fund, that we buy revenue producing properties. We don't, we don't uh, develop uh, we buy opportunities, meaning there's some vacancy, bad management, below market rents, and we create value. Then there's other investors. They they go from brownfield and they are the developers. And so two different kind of, of investment that we see. Um, I, I think that from I can only talk from the perspective of Triumph because I don't do development. And, and from the perspective of Triumph, people are looking for the best return they can get on their investment, meaning is there a, a quarterly or monthly distribution? Uh, what's the, the the exit strategy? And so basically it's it's the yield, it's what, what the return on my investor is. And, and that's what we have uh, about 1,200 investors all over, all across Canada. So that's what we see from them. It's just what do I get back on the development side? It's a longer process, so uh, you don't see a return until the building is complete or until you sell it. So it's a different yeah. kind of investment and a different kind of investors. Usually, it's 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 people or companies with with deeper pockets. Tell me a little bit about real estate and in, in, in terms of your interest in it. How did you get involved initially with real estate and why? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, before I was in real estate, I had my insurance brokerage. Uh, that's before I immigrated to Canada. When I immigrated to Canada uh, in uh, the end of 98, um, it was December 28, 1998 that we moved here. It was plus 25 in Tel Aviv when we left and minus 18 when we landed in Calgary. Welcome and, <laughs> and uh typical government uh bureaucracy, they lost my medical uh, exam. So you when you immigrate, you have to do medicals. Oh, yeah. And I had and I had to do a new medical. And I was already here because uh during the interview at the embassy, they say, Oh, you can go, you'll get your papers. Um and we approve your family. So I was here. Couldn't work, couldn't get a job because I didn't get my land in immigrants. So I had like 10 or 11 months before I got it, that before I found it, it brought me again. But I was just driving around Calgary and I, I remember talking with my wife and saying, you know what, honey, this place is going through a boom and real estate is really doing well. And that was 2000, 99 and 2000 and, and still, 
stuff was still cheap then, uh, but you can tell that there's a lot of activity on the real estate side and there's a lot of migration and immigration, mostly at that time migration. Um, and I said, you know what, I'm going to try to get into real estate. And that was the story. And I love it. It's my passion now. Oh, so tell me why, why do you decided to move here? <laughs> uh, uh, I have to tell you a story about this question. I was in, in Las Vegas in a real estate conference a few years ago, and I made a presentation about Calgary's real estate and, and the whole nine yard. And the first question people, and I say UNA, yes, first question is, why did you move to Calgary? Yeah. So <laughs> I wasn't prepared my presentation. I wasn't prepared for that question. So my first reaction was, uh, my wife and I decided to watch CNN rather to be on CNN. And if you look at what happened in the last uh, few days in Israel, uh, they're on CNN all the time in Fox. And it's it's we weren't persecuted. We did the move on a, you know in very good terms. We did the whole process of uh, interview and medical and. And, and I came here before for 10 days to check whether this is a, the city we want to live in. Mm. So we did a, the process by the book, and it was to have a better, easier, better life. No, no, not, not the pressure you have over there, different pressures here, yeah. you know, economy um, and, and, and stuff like that. So um, we really made a good decision. We love it here. And I'm passionate about this city and about the future of the city. Let me ask you a little bit about that. Uh, your sense of where Calgary and Alberta uh, as a province are at right now on the economic uh, side of things. Well, I think that in today's market, in today's economy, with all the changes we had in the last three years, uh, forget for a second uh, the crash with the oil crash in 2014, at the, at the end of 2014, that Calgary and Edmonton, mostly Calgary, suffered for five years. But let's focus on COVID and pre COVID and post COVID and with inflation and interest rate. Alberta is where you want to be, Calgary is where you want to be. And I am a big uh, fan of this uh, and supporter and, and champion and ambassador of this city and this province. Um, I was just on Friday at a roundtable with the mayor. Um, I have a radio talk show that uh, with Tara McCool that is all about the positive stuff we see here in Calgary. And it's amazing to see how many uh, companies we have here that are not oil and gas related and how uh, diversifying, um, diversifying we're getting to, to, to be. And, and that is what gives me, um, you know, the uh, understanding and knowledge and feel that Calgary is a great place to be. And and I think also, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You see that in the last two years, we have, again, positive migration. People yeah. come here. Uh, we're getting to a shortage in, in rental, 2.6% vacancy in rental. And um, so uh, it's great. We have big projects coming. We have um, the uh, Green Line. Uh, the I don't know if people, uh, if you notice, um, one of the uh, comments from the Premier was that she wants to connect the Green Line to the airport, which will change it completely because then we'll have a line going to downtown. Yeah. Uh, you have the BMO Center. They now announced a hotel over there. And I think, and I kind of know, but I can't say anything that there are more that more more announcements are coming down the road. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you know what I mean. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. Like, and, and it's a good place to be. Let's talk a little bit about uh, you personally, David. Uh, now, I, uh, and some of your passions, I guess. But uh, you mentioned, let's talk about, you mentioned the radio talk show. Tell me a little bit more about that. It's on QR. Uh, yes. 770 here in Calgary and uh, and 107, uh, I guess, on FM. FM, yeah. yeah. Uh, so tell me just a little bit about how that came about and, and why you wanted to do that. So um, it has to do a lot with COVID and with vacancies and um I was chairing the Calgary Economic Development Real Estate Committee for four years. Uh, two, two years with Scott Atchison, two years with Ian McCorkendale. Um, two bright guys. And um, during COVID, um, you know, when we moved to the Zoom meetings, the atmosphere was so down, right? Everybody was so down. Everybody was so, the world is coming to an end. And... So my Mediterranean blood kind of boiled one day. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm out of here. And I um, connected a friend of mine that works for 770. And I said, you know, at that time it was only 770. Now it's 107 FM as well. And I said, you know, Kim, I have an idea. I want to do a radio talk show that is only positive on Calgary's future. No bad news, no bad interviews. No discussion about oil price or COVID or just where the future is leading us and how great the city is. Yeah. So then we went and then I approached Tara McCool, which when I immigrated here, I had no clue what Tara McCool is. I didn't know she's a big celebrity in town. I know her because she's my spin instructor. So every Saturday she kicks my butt on spin. And I <laughs> so, so I asked her if she and I knew she was in the business world. That's how I knew her with Meg Energy, and then she had his own her own uh, uh, coaching company. So I approached her and said, "Tara, will you do this with me? This is all about positive news." And she said, "Yeah, of course." And then I figured out that she's very famous here in the media world. Yeah. So we went to uh, the regional manager of the of uh, the radio, John Voss, and we presented our plan. And he goes, "Yeah, I'll give you a pilot." And we had a pilot for 13 uh, episodes. And we're now almost two years every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. And on 107 FM and 7.70 a.m. And then every Monday, all our recordings, all our episodes are becoming a podcast on iTunes and Spotify and on every uh, other kind of platform of podcasts. And it's amazing to see that in two years, Almost two years. I think we had one or maybe two oil and gas people. All the rest are completely different stuff, industries. And, yeah. and it's amazing to see how much talent we have in the city, how much potential growth we have in the city. And that's why I'm a big champion and ambassador of Calgary. You know, and and the thing is that uh, you bring up an interesting point, right? And obviously, uh, kudos to uh, QR and those folks over there at Chorus. Uh, for doing something like this, because obviously, you know, the the perception is out there that uh, the media, like like me, right, all we focus on is on the negative stuff out there, right? So kudos to them to to bring forward, a, a, you know, quote unquote, good news idea. Um, do you, th you know, how important do you think that is? You know, uh, you know, when we talk about the economy, there's 
you know, uh, consumer confidence is, is one of the big things that people talk about, whether it's buying a house or buying a, a, a set of sneakers, right? Uh, you know, you know, do we, can we take that into a bigger scale? Is that also important, you know, that positive vibe for the general state of things uh, in an economy? Uh, you know, the phrase karma is, uh, I won't say the word. <laughs> karma can be positive as well. It's all how you, what what you create. And yeah. and again, uh, when, I, when we came to John uh, Voss at, at the radio and we said, uh, you know, it's only going to be positive. He was our biggest champion. And I, you know, I, I take my hat off for him because as you said, um, when I was in my previous life, I was a GM of a professional basketball. And I remember one of the media, you know, uh, outlets at the time, we had a discussion and they say, well, good news doesn't sell. That's what they told me, right? Good news doesn't sell. You know what? Good news does sell. I'm shocked for the, the response we get. Sometimes people like, recognize me and say, oh, you know, we heard, listened to your show. It was a great show. And, and we know now for a fact that some of the people that were on our show are doing business with other people that were on our other show of ours yeah. Yeah. because they, they, they heard each other and connected. So it's, it's, a, it's a very important thing to send a positive message if you have a positive message and if, you, if it's not just, you know, you know, I'm not painting the world in, in pink and just of my yeah. from my imagination. It's yeah, all yeah. fact based. The one thing that, as I mentioned, I was uh, on Friday with the mayor at the, at the round table, and the one thing I did criticize uh, them is, you know, if you go to Ontario, you listen to a lot of advertisement about come to Calgary, come to Alberta, come to live here. We don't do enough internally. We don't send the message enough to our own people here in Calgary. And that's our show. And that's what we want to do. Because mm. people don't realize um, how many good things, new things, interesting things, uh, things that, you know, can change the dynamic of the city from an oil and gas only to a multiple, multiple uh, aspects of, of economy. Yeah. So this is, uh, for example, this week I'm meeting uh, Tim uh, Riley, the president of uh, MRU, because I want to have a connection between Barclay Street and MRU to be part of helping them with their business. There's a lot of things we can do here, but we also have to send a message. And that was my criticism to the mayor about CED. And I'm going to meet Brad from C the president of CED and give him a criticism to his face <laughs> that we need to do more at a promotion internally, how good it is here. And it's great here. Yeah. yeah. You know, stuff is expensive, a whole nine yard. I know I'm part of it. It's a tough year. I'm trying to push my people here to work harder and, you know, get. But at the end of the day, uh, this is the place to be. All right. Now, speaking of places to be, I, I often see a lot of your social media posts that you're out and about a lot, uh, you know, uh, around the world. Uh, but you're, you're, one of your passions is, uh, is in the area of fitness. Uh, tell me a little bit about that <laughs> and what you do there. My passion is eating. So, <laughs> so, to do that, so to do that, I have to do the training. Uh, so, uh, my new passions are boxing. I box three times a week. Yeah. And, um, and um, I do also uh, bike riding. Uh, yeah. Bike riding I do as part of charity. And we're going to announce, uh, Barclay Street is going to announce what 
our contribution to charity in 2023 is going to be. Uh, I'll give you a hint. I'm a veteran. So that's a very close and dear to my to my uh, heart. Um, uh, I go uh, because I'm a veteran of the uh, Israeli Defense Forces. I go every year to Israel for five days for a bike ride with Israeli wounded soldiers. Um, wow. So that's what that's what the uh, bike riding is. Um, I prefer boxing over bike riding. Uh, five days on a bike, you know, it, it's the most inspiring experience I had in my life. Because I ride with the I ride with the uh, severely wounded. Uh, there are a few levels. I ride with the severely wounded, and the reason it's it's inspiring, you know, we all complain about you know interest rates, inflation. Yeah. You go there and you ride with people that had brain injury, uh, uh, head injuries that can barely speak, no limbs, and they are in heaven. Yeah. They enjoy every minute of it. And I'm on the bike, and my back and my lower back, I won't say the word, is on fire. But I can't say anything, right? I can't say anything because they're happy. They're having the time of their life. And yeah. I look at them, and I say, I don't have challenges in life. I have issues to deal with. But this is a challenge. I don't know how I will be if I was in their shoes. Yeah, and sure. I now do it every year, and I'm committed to continue doing it as long as I can. You know, I'm getting old, so... Uh, I'm riding slower, uh, but I'm still committed to do it. And and as I mentioned, I go. That's how I met Tara when I started yeah. training. She is my spin instructor, and and yeah, she kicks the butt, <laughs> my butt. And and where did the boxing come from? Boxing is it. so during COVID. Uh, one of our tenants, Triumph Real Estate, is, has uh, owns a building in Northeast Calgary. Uh-huh. And one of our tenants is a boxing uh, gym. Oh, okay. And, and I started, uh, and I did a few videos during COVID, how we helped the tenants, because we really helped our tenants yeah. to survive. Um, I, I'll just share with you that from 120 tenants during COVID, we lost six, uh, because we helped all of them to survive. So I started talking with the, with the owner and started going there and doing videos with him and how we treat him and how he's, we're helping him. And he one day said, uh, why did you come and box? And it's now two years later and I'm still boxing. Uh, I love it. It's the it's a great schwitz. It's a, you just go there and, and you sweat like crazy. <laughs> and then if you remember my passion, I can go and eat whatever I want. There you go. Right. <laughs> Well, you know what? The funny thing is, is as you well know, uh, you know, I had a long career at the Calgary Herald and uh, Calgary Herald, we used to have a fitness center in the basement and uh, with a big punching bag, right? Big heavy bag. And <laughs> I remember, you know, every time I'd go down there to work out during the day, there was one of the executives, big, tall guy, uh, you know, pretty, you know, it was uh, pretty not husky, but well-built guy. But he would go in there and he would pound the bag for a, for, a, for a few minutes, right? Just pound it and then go back to work. And I thought that must be a great stress release. Really, it, it's, it's awesome. I can I, I go at five thirty after work a uh, couple of days. Yeah, and I can tell you when I punch that bag and I work. I also I, I have a personal trainer there, so yeah. he's a boxing trainer as well. So I also learned some. Sh- tactics and strategic kind of hitting and uh but i can tell you i don't think about anything just how to stay alive and breathe 
that's the only thing I think about. And uh, it, it's great. Like, you, and, and uh, every time I go, I sleep well that I sleep well that night. <laughs> there you go. Well, thanks uh, very much, uh, David, for uh, joining us today. Uh, my pleasure. And uh, thank you for having me again. All right. I'm uh, Mario Taniguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast Network. Uh, joining me today was uh, David Wallach, who is President and Broker of Barclay Street Real Estate and President and Founder of Triumph Real Estate Investment Trust. Thanks for joining us today on Calgary's Podcast.